Mr. and Mrs. Steeler fans and all the ships at sea, my name is Brian Anthony Davis. Alongside with me is Tony Defio. We are both from BehindTheSteelCurtain.com and your BTSC family of podcasts. We've been doing this together for a few years now. Tony, happy Labor Day, my friend. I hope you have had a fantastic weekend, a long, relaxing weekend with your friends and family. Uh, same with you, Brian. Happy Labor Day. I hope everybody out there is having a great Labor Day. And uh, we're one week away from some Steelers football. One week? Do you yeah. believe that? We keep on talking about this Crazy. being the longest offseason ever. And it's really not – it's really the same. But when you don't have minicamp in there and when you don't have news and, you know, everything's been – kind of right. going on schedule as far as the time frame they were going to play this weekend regardless of covid but when you just don't have that mini camp and there's all these weeks with zero news whatsoever you're just like oh so yeah. now we're back one right. week away and not only one week away tony we've got football three days from now yeah i can't oh, gosh yeah i mean uh it, it, we, the NFL got lucky other than as far as the regular season, preserving everything other than no preseason and no fans. But uh, when you're always being told you're going down the wrong way in giant Eagle, it, it makes the off season a bit longer, but yes, absolutely. <laughs> Does that happen to you a lot? I've heard it happen to other people. I've always been, I've always been vigilant, but or I've, I've always paid attention, but other people I've, I've, I usually hear it once a week, but anyway, yeah, three days from now, the Texans and the chiefs, I can't wait. I'm going to, I'm really going to uh, be glued to the TV screen on uh, Thursday night. You're going down the wrong aisle here at Giant Eagle. That's right. Giant Eagle. <laughs> I miss Giant Eagle. That was my, I mean, for a year. We got a Giant Eagle in Johnstown in 1983, and we've had it ever since, and that was my place, man. I went there all the time. All right. Wow. Gosh. Well, if you were here, you wouldn't You wouldn't have to go far to to fall into one because they're, uh, they're everywhere. <laughs> They're like a Starbucks in New York City. Every exactly. corner, there's a giant eagle. Right. Um, love it. So, and they always have cool Steeler stuff there. So I like it. So when I go to Johnstown, which is not as as often anymore, but I go there and I look at all the Steeler stuff they have there, and I'm like, uh, this is home. Mm -hmm. So uh, great. And hey, we've got a lot of people in the live chat hanging out with us. We've had a lot of action this weekend. I I feel like you guys are going to get tired of me because. I was on twice yesterday. I was on the day before because man, and people came out in droves because they're dying for Steeler news and they're dying for Steeler talk. And that uh, roster special that we had on Sunday was, excuse me, on Saturday was a lot of fun. And we had over 215 in the live chat because wow. they were there to talk roster. And then I'm thinking, guys, I'm talking to Jeff and Dave and we're having our little summit meeting. I'm like, I want to go on again on Sunday because we need to talk about the practice squad and nobody cares about the practice squad. Tony, they care about the practice squad. We had close to 150 in the live chat and it was awesome. Insatiable. And, and, and we had great news with the uh, signings of Sean Davis and also the, the signing of Joshua Dobbs. You know, former faces, familiar faces coming back, and we're here, and I love it. And now I lost my Duck jersey, but I got my Sean Davis jersey back. Hmm. So that's good. I So I could wear my Sean Davis jersey again. And look, 
you might not love him. There, there was some love and hate. And I, Stegmaster J says the Sean Davis haters are crying right now. And here's here's the thing about it. You got to love him as a depth piece, because if something happens to Minka or something happens to, uh, I mean, even just for a week, something happens to Terrell Edmonds, even just for a week, you got a guy that has a lot of starting experience, knows this defense. And a lot of people think, well, he, he went and came back. No, he was with the team last year. He didn't play since week two, but he was with the team. And so it was just, he was gone for an off season. Right. So if you look at the back of his uh, baseball car, I mean, his football card and the uh, pro football reference, it's never really going to say Washington down on the stat list. It's just going right. to be Pittsburgh every single year until right. he leaves again. But so, but as a death piece, that's perfect. And, you know, you get an upgrade with Josh Dobbs too. And you get an upgrade in practice when you have more of the mobile quarterbacks. That right. he's he would be very good for practice. If right. you're a Duck Hodges fan, don't be surprised if he is back within a few hours. You might wake up tomorrow and find out that Duck Hodges is back on the practice squad on this team because they went ahead and they added one guy today. Wendell Small Smallwood is back. He is on the practice squad now, too. So they have one more spot on the practice squad, and everybody's wondering, why didn't they announce this? Well, probably the reason that it was not announced, Tony, was because Duck hasn't cleared waivers. So how comfortable are you with a guy that has a lot of starting experience after last year on your practice squad? I mean, when it comes to the to the backup quarterbacks, I mean, the more you can ha have on your roster, the better. I mean, the, the more guys you can evaluate – in practice, uh, the better, especially when, when they're, when they're young and, and you're trying to find out some things. I mean, we, one of the things I was wondering about was Mason Rudolph and, and, and how he would progress this training camp after all the experience he had last year. And, and you didn't hear a whole heck of a lot about him. So, you know, there, there could be a reason why they, they brought back Joshua Dobbs and, and, and Joshua Dobbs is a, as far as his physical skills, he's an upgrade over, over Duck Hodges. He has a better arm. He's, he's more athletic. But then again, Hodges had a lot of experience last year. So you get to if he does clear waivers and, and he does make it to the practice squad, there's a guy that that you can you you could you have another year to to evaluate. So I think it's it's I think they're in good shape in that regard. Well, let's explore that more because I agree with everything that you said, and there's a little bit that I disagree on. And let me go with the disagreement first, Tony. And it's simple. The only thing that I really am going to disagree with you on here is the fact that the Steelers controlled the narrative, just like in up north, Bill Belichick controlled the narrative. This was their dream, and you and I have talked about this. The fact that these coaches don't have to say anything. I don't know if uh, if we were on the other day. I don't think we talked about this the other day, but I thought it was really interesting the, uh, they had a televised practice for the Dallas Cowboys mm -hmm. um, last week or maybe last Saturday. And Mike McCarthy put them out there with no numbers whatsoever. And they, so nobody knows who these guys were. So they couldn't go and grab these guys. So other teams couldn't grab them. The Steelers made an interesting roster move with James Pierre. They believe so much in the 6 2 
cornerback from Florida Atlantic that they are not going to put him on the practice squad. So they want to protect this guy. It's almost, and I was saying this to Dave Schofield the other day, it's almost like baseball's version of your big baseball guy. What was it? The roll five draft? Yes. Remember? Okay. So explain mm-hmm. that to me. What they had to keep them on the roster for the whole year. They had to keep them on the roster the whole year. And, and if they decided that they want to send them down to the minors, he had to, he had to clear waivers. Otherwise the other team could, could claim him. The team that, that they, that they drafted him from could claim him the one year when the pirates were in the middle of their, uh, divisional run in the early nineties. They, they did that with a relief pitcher and they, they tried their best to, to keep, to keep him on the roster and, they, they and not expose him, but they just couldn't. And eventually they, they had to, uh, they had to send them back to the other team. So that's a, uh, that's kind of a, uh, that's what this reminds me of what they're doing with James Pierre. Cause they really believe in this guy and you can't hide everybody. Right. So, you know, buzz gets out, but the reason I'm bringing that whole thing up is I don't really think that there's a problem with Mason Rudolph. I just feel that they feel that Dobbs is an upgrade. Just like Donald Nolan says, Dobbs. Well, Dobbs says he's not an upgrade over Doc. Um, right. well, last year at this time, I was the one saying, you keep Doc. You've seen what you can of Dobbs. Now I'm doing a little bit of a 180 because now I'm saying, look, Dobbs has knows this. He's a very smart guy. He knows this system. We've seen some flashes from him, what he could do. We, could, we saw some bad flashes in the Oakland Raiders game in 2018 but i feel like he has a stronger arm and i just oh, yeah. feel like like he is better to have in there what are your feelings on dobbs coming back over duck i i, I think it's I, i'm fine with it i mean i think when, when, it, when you're dealing with these young guys these young quarterbacks you, you just don't know how they're they're going to progress from year to year and you know it's it's you know, as we always say, when you get down to the third string quarterback, it, you, you're probably going to be in trouble anyway. So you might as well uh, see what you have in this guy and, and see how he's progressed. I realize he didn't make the Jaguars team, but that doesn't necessarily mean anything. So you get him back in here. He's been in, in your system for a, a few years prior to last year. You, you, you bring him back. And as you said, you know, he, he can he, he could provide uh, an athletic quarterback to for the defense to, to prepare against during the regular season, people automatically think about Lamar Jackson, but you also have, you know, uh, uh, Baker Mayfield is pretty, really athletic. Josh Allen, who they're going to have to face is, is a really athletic quarterback. Um, uh, Deshaun Watson. So they're going to have a lot of those kind of RPO type quarterbacks that they're going to be facing this year. And, 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 and Josh Dobbs gives them somebody to practice against. So from that standpoint alone, it's a valuable uh, uh, guy to have on your roster. And, and, and again, I mean, I don't know. As far as Mason Rudolph, I don't know why they would why they would be secretive about him. I think that would be a boost for his confidence and the and the and the fan base's confidence if if word got out that he was performing really well at training camp. But but I think it just adds another uh, piece to the to the uh, quarterback room that possibly could develop into something more than uh, than what they have right now. Well, there's one more thing that I want to talk about before we get into the subject of the show. But I'm going to bring up Ryan Kellerman. We shouldn't see either Dobbs or Duck. If we do, we are in big trouble again. And he capitalized B-I-G. Now, I want everybody to remember that comment because that's going to lead into what we're going to talk about on this show in just a few minutes. But before I get started with that, Tony, you and I are big pop culture guys. 
So we go back to uh, if you're like me, and I'm pretty sure you are because you like television. Oh, yeah. Um, back in the 80s, just like I did. Did you have a subscription to the TV guide? I didn't personally, but I know my, 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 oh, yeah. You mean my family? Oh, yeah, yeah of course. Yeah, yeah. We had, we had, we had, we got that every week. So remember when the thick one would come? the new fall season and they would, they would preview all the old shows and just all the brand new shows. And they would go Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And you're like, yes, right. Lonnie Anderson has a new show with two old men. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Remember the old days when you had to wait to, to watch a show. I couldn't do that. Now I can't even watch it. I can't even wait a day to watch a show, uh, let alone a week. Uh, yeah. It's uh, <laughs> yes. Progress is the root of all evil. Um, my grandmother is, probably so confused right now if she would come back um that can you imagine if uh if somebody came back from like just 30 years away if they were like locked away mm -hmm. and they come and they're like hey where's the tv guide with a new fall schedule I'm like well that shows on there, there's a good show on netflix or on hulu <laughs> like what what is that <laughs> you know so the reason I'm bringing that up is, Tony, we've got a new fall schedule here at BTSC. And I, you, I don't know if you've had you've seen the uh, sneak peek for it, but we are going to do a lot of the show, a lot of the shows the same, but we're going to move some stuff around. Remember the days when you were used to night court on Thursday night, all of a sudden, wait, it's on Wednesday night now. Wait, they 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 moved Frasier. Frazier's now on Tuesdays. What what's going on? You know, so now we're kind of doing a little bit about a little bit of that. Now, yesterday was the last Tales from 2 a.m. until we go back on high. It's on hiatus right now until we go back to the uh when the regular season's over. And I'm hoping that's we go back to the hangover in the middle of February. That's what I'm hoping. Um, excuse me, not the hangover, excuse me. The uh we go back to the uh, the what show was I just talking about? My show, Tales from Two AM. Um, so if I go to the Hangover, I apologize. Last yesterday was the last Tales from Two AM. This is the last Q and A because this show becomes the Hangover again. Right. It's going to be. We're still going to answer your questions, um, but what we're going to do is we're going to be having that good Hangover or bad Hangover after the Steelers games. So we're going to be doing some stuff like that. So it's going to be pretty, it's going to be pretty fun. We'll be having a pregame show this year, Tony. That's going to be happening on Saturday evenings leading up into the game. So you can check out the pregame show and then you can check it out. It's, it's going to be checking out on our, uh, our podcast platform. That'll be great. You'll still see Steelers brunch with Tony on Saturdays. That's going to still be a, a YouTube show as well. Um, but if we go down the list, we're going to have AM shows. Just like we started in August. But we're going to have some PM shows too, Tony. So that's pretty exciting. So on Monday through Friday, you're going to see, you're going to have, uh, Monday you're going to have the post-game show. That's going to continue. That'll be around Monday morning. That post-game show that will be on YouTube, but then we'll also have it on the podcast platform. Because you're going to want to, if you miss the post game show, you're going to want to check it out on Tuesday. The live mic live mics moving from Friday to Tuesday on Wednesday. It's let's ride on Thursday. The Steelers stat geek stays right where it is. And Friday it's let's ride. And Saturday at 5. AM will be touchdown under our boys from Australia. And 
on noon, we're going to have most of our uh, YouTube shows. We'll be over on the pos- podcast platform. Let's ride. We'll uh, we'll move to uh, Monday at noon, though, just because we have the post game showing, uh, the post game show going on. Uh, remember the uh, show on Wednesday nights, Beck and Black. It's getting a new name. It's going to be called Know Your Enemy, like the Green Day song. Tony, you're a Green Day fan, right? Sort of. Not 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 much anymore. I, I was into their one album, but their comeback al- album in 03, but that's pretty much it. I love them. I saw American Idiot on uh on Broadway. Well, the touring show. It's love those guys. I've been a fan of those guys for about 25 years now. Can't believe it's been that long. But so know your enemy. It's not a it's not gonna be a show about Green Day. Michael and uh, Jeffrey aren't gonna be talking about Billy Joe Armstrong and uh and the the two other fellas. Um, what they're going to be talking about is this week, they're going to have somebody from the New York giants, um, maybe SB nation, um, a columnist from the giants that covers them. I know the second week already, we have somebody from the uh, Denver Broncos from mile high report from SB nation. So we're going, they're going to be talking to, uh, to, uh, the enemy and, uh, you know, they're friendly enemies, but the Giants are going to be our enemy next week at this time. So there you go. So you'll find out more about the other team and how they match up with the Steelers. We're still going to have the Steelers preview. Like we said, we're going to have Steelers brunch with Tony. Um, this shows the hangover. The Scobro show is still going to be there as well. Now you're asking about the PM shows, Tony. I know this is what you're wondering what's going to be going on. Monday nights. Monday nights on the podcast platform will be the retro show. So what's going to happen today? Um, There's not going to be a retro show tomorrow, but there'll be a retro show next week. And it's going to be a really good one too. We're going to go back to 1995 with that. So that'll be an opportunity to check out starting Monday night on the platform. I know you're thinking, wait a second, the, uh, the Steelers game is going to be on. But no, it'll it'll show up there in the evening um, for the Steeler game. And then after you get all your Steeler news, if you want to check out the retro show. But every week, there won't be a Steeler game on Monday night. Uh, Not until December 21st again, Tony. Then on Tuesday, Tuesday's a big day in Steeler Nation because Mike Tomlin does his press conference in in the afternoon. Jeff Hartman is going to take Tuesday through Friday. On Tuesday, he's going to do the Tomlin presser wrap-up. And then Wednesday through Friday, he's going to do an injury report. So there's going to be shows just like you had the uh, podcast report, excuse me, not the podcast report, just like you had the, the uh, training camp report. You're going to have those shows. And then the pregame shows going to be coming up on Saturday night. So there's going to be lots of opportunity for this to be your nonstop shop for Pittsburgh Steeler news, Pittsburgh Steeler up-to-date happenings, all this other stuff. And Donald Nolan, I haven't been looking at the live chat because I was actually looking at the schedule. Trey Cool and Mike Durnt. I knew Trey Cool, but I couldn't remember Mike Durnt. My best friend actually recorded his album next to Green Day when they were recording the the one with uh I forget what it was called, Nimrod. They were recording Nimrod and he he was a drummer so he became friends with Trey Cool. Really interesting. Um so Tony, pretty exciting stuff, huh? Yeah, it's a, it's a lot to take in, but it, it's, it shows you uh, uh, 
the kind of fan base that we have and, and, and the kind of Steelers fans we have that they, that, that they just can't get enough. They can't get enough of the Steelers. Like you mentioned at the beginning of the show, so many people in the live chat for the, uh, the cut down show and the, uh, um, practice squad show. So yeah, it's going to be a, a, if you're looking for Steelers content, we're, we're going to have it for you each and every day. Yes, we will. And we're going to have more when we come back right after this. But before we do that, snowman puts in $5 in the tip jar wants to talk about a great base stealer that we lost yesterday. Hey, we're just not talking about Steelers. Lou Brock was amazing. Um, we lost Tom Seaver earlier in the week. Lou Brock yesterday passed away at the age of 81. Great base stealer. Thanks for the $5 putting the tip jar snowman. Um, we, we have, we have lost a lot of greats this year, whether it be an entertainment or whether it be, in sports. So, uh, you know, please rest in peace. Uh, the great Lou Brock. So we're going to be back right after this, Tony, we're going to just take a quick break and we're going to come back on YouTube, just like we normally do. But if you're listening to this, go ahead and download number two for the Q and a, and we're going to take a quick break. <laughs> 